Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 135, recorded live on Friday, January 8th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who loves lamp, Dave Play. Hi. Uh, <laughs> the man who doesn't know what we're yelling about, Andy Lowe. Hi. And the woman who knows that I don't speak Spanish, Laura Miller. Do. Hi. I love Lamb. Anchorman. Anchor- Never seen it. Oh what? my goodness. Oh, it's such a great movie. I'll, I'll loan it to you tonight. Okay. I, I watched that the morning of my birthday. I felt so good. <laughs> I did. Well, no, I'm just still in shock that Dave hasn't seen Anchorman. Agreed. I wasn't a fan of, um, oh God, what's his name? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Oh, I, but Steve Carell is, is in it. Yeah, but so is Will Ferrell, and I wasn't a, a huge fan of him. Trust me, I'll loan it to you tonight, you'll be fine. Okay. Steve Carell basically almost, like, takes over the movies a couple of times. Good, because yep. Will Ferrell can't act in that movie. <laughs> that was yeah. his whole, that's like in his era of, I can't act. I, but even if you can't quote-unquote act, he can, ma- he can make a pretty solid comedy. You have to give him that. Mm. This was you back in the time where it. Bill Farrell was always acting. Every interview, he was doing something. Exactly. Trying to get there's an a, interview with Will Farrell at that time was impossible. There's a special feature on the DVD where Bill Curtis is interviewing him. It is absolutely phenomenal. You will love it. Okay. <laughs> I killed a man with a trident. <laughs> where did you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <sighs> that was a good start. I thought of doing something that you would enjoy, since you are our first female guest. Woohoo! Only That's took right. us 135 episodes in over three years. Yeah, but I'm here now. That's what counts. Woo! <laughs> Huzzah. Wait, you're not excited yeah. that we have a yeah. female guest, Dave? It, you, see, it, I, it, to me, it's, it's just another guest. I never really paid attention. Wow. Just another guest, Dave? Well, okay, that... Yeah. That's a Excuse much. me, I, I need to go grab a shovel. Oh, uh, just, this, this is going to be fun. It, okay, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Probably for this. Did you just sneeze? I didn't. My audience did. <laughs> so somebody's going to be able to watch Dave put his foot in his mouth in person. Someone watched me do it already, actually. <sighs> this is going to be fun. So for those of you who don't know, Laura Miller, she's been friend since... For many years. I don't know when. Elementary uh, school? Dave, Dave, you and I met in high school. Andy, you and I met in elementary school because we had piano lessons together. Yes, I was always after you. Yes. But my parents didn't want to drive me out to piano lessons, so I had to take the <laughs> bus. With me. Yes. <laughs> yep. And that was the same bus that uh, Kate ended up taking, too. Yes. You know but I did not know Kate back then. Uh, I remember that. I, I met her in sixth grade, so from then on, I knew. Oh. But yes, we go way back. Yes. And for those of you going, well, Laura doesn't do anything interesting. Laura was the one who suggested the Civilization 3 topic, random topic. Yes, that's very true, because I needed help with the, the board game. All right. <laughs> but now I'm on Civ 4 and doing a little bit better. Just don't play Dave. I would what? not. No, mm-mm, nope. I'm not that mean. In Civ, yes, yes, you are. I'm nice. No, no, you're not. No? No. I'll pass. Thank you. I'll play you on something else. I don't are, know okay. what. Are you, are you guys, no, I know you just got the 360. You guys have yes. an Xbox Live yes. Gold, yes, gold account or silver? Uh, what's the one that comes with the console? Silver. <laughs> yes, I have a silver one. 
Okay. Dang. So it'd be fun to try out some of the Grand Theft Auto 4 multiplayer. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, exploring all the fun things that come with an Xbox and the games that come with it. And we've got about five that are, well, we've got five. Four that are really, really good and one that's just a very... Um, nerdy one for me, which Jordan won't play. That's okay. I'm very curious, what's this game? Deadliest Catch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please laugh, it's fine, I know. It was only like oh, 18 God. bucks at GameStop. I had to get it, I'm so obsessed with the show. I had to get it, it's awful, but I love it. <laughs> okay, so... Do you, uh... Do you actually like pilot a pilot? Yes, well, yes. I captain. Con like, usually is con, the word, but captain, pilot, uh, all of ship. Sure, yes. but you have like two yeah. Ships what you can, what do you, you do? You have two ships that you can you know be captain of, and you go out on the Bering Sea and fish for Alaskan king crab or a paleo crab, depending on the season. Uh, so you can set pots, retrieve pots, um, and you have three settings that you can put the game on. You can make it on easy, moderate, or realistic. And on realistic, uh, the, the ship can sink, people can go overboard, and you have to call the Coast Guard. <laughs> but um, it's, it's, a, it's actually more interesting than I thought it would be, but it's still incredibly dorky, and I love it. How, how many times is there bleeping of expletives? Oh, several times. The, uh, the deckhands will um, talk back at you, and they will bleep out a lot of stuff. It's really funny. <laughs> I just have an odd like mental picture of having the deckheads talk back to me, and then I'll just pilot the ship crazily and have them fall overboard and then not call the Coast Guard. You can do that. Oh. You, you can do that, yeah. It's yeah. not Kill your recommended. Own deck. Well, that's what, it'll <laughs> teach them to not talk back to me. Well, you have options when they, when they say something and talk back to you. You have the option of doing what they want or, or agreeing with them or letting them do something. Or you can just say, no, it's my boat. F off. That kind of thing. <laughs> the second one's a lot more fun. <laughs> but you don't get as much work done. Oh. Yeah, you do have to actually keep up morale. This game is more in-depth in than I thought it was. I'm just, okay, let's see what GameSpot ranked it as. It was probably not worth the 18 as. bucks. Oh, it's, it's low, don't worry. <laughs> playing Deadliest Catch versus playing um, Grand Theft Auto, which is the one that we're currently hooked on, it's it's very, very different. And uh, Grand Theft Auto is much more preferred, but Deadliest Catch was a lot of fun. I had to get it. I just had to. No results found. What? Did I, oh, it's I, there. It's there. I must have misspelled deadliest. That, that might do it. Hang on. Let me see if I can. There we go. That's how you spell deadliest. I just spelled deadlist. No. Uh, no, deadlist would not work. No. no, not at all. Deadliest catch. Oh, I, Review I score of four out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> well. I like how on recent reviews, the first one is <laughs> The second one is wow terrible <laughs> I, I guess if you enjoy it then it doesn't matter that's exactly what it is with games so long as you enjoy it no one else really counts at that point crashes with alarming regularity oh that's always fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay well now that we've um given laura her cred i think we can move Some on destroyed with it. it one way or the other no you didn't destroy it i'm fine i'll hold my own she, she's got her cred she's got her uh she has a 360. Yes, she has a 360. She has multiple and I, games. Uh, and I game on PCs. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is also true. And she also knows what a crap game is. Yeah, trust me. I, I own <laughs> a couple of them. So, wait, a cup? I thought you just said one. Oh, that's the Xbox game. Oh, you have other I, crap games? Um, when I was in Spain, one of the things that got me through some, some boring times was uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's not really crappy, but it was old. Um, uh, Kate gave me a version of Oregon Trail not too long ago. I think it was last Christmas, which is 
not the most interesting game, but it was really fun to put people who I knew in, in the in the wagon and then text them when they got like dysentery or broken <laughs> or something. So yeah, not not the more high end games. Sometimes. Is that is that what happened when you texted me saying that I had broken a leg? Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes much more sense now. Oh good. <laughs> You didn't text. know you had broken your own leg? Whoa. You broke your leg. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember if I got any of such texts. I don't think I did. I think you, I think you made it through. Awesome. Yeah. Damn. The people in, in my wagon were Jordan, Kate, Andy, and you, and I think you, you came out okay. Jordan did. He was the first one to go. <laughs> Jordan is my boyfriend, so uh, love him dearly, but the poor guy didn't make it. Although you'll see him tonight. Oh, man, Oregon Trail, that brings back memories. Doesn't it? It was a fun game. I always hated, though, in class, when, when you, we didn't have enough time to actually finish the Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get to like near the end, and then be like, okay, everybody, time to shut down your computers. And these are the old Apple IIs. We didn't have a chance to actually save the game. Right. So I think the game had a save in it. Probably didn't. Mm-mm. No, I, I don't remember ever having a save option or anything like that. Good times. I also owned this. I owned the spinoff, the Yukon Trail. That was also fun. The Yukon. There was. There's a spinoff called the Yukon Trail. Oh my God! Yes, there was a Yukon Trail. Yeah, I had that on my um, on my on my Mac years ago. That was good. And by good, I mean it's probably the same caliber as Deadliest Catch. So. Sorry. <laughs> Dave, I don't think we actually can let her on the show anymore now. No. She has a Mac. I had. She had a Mac. Had. Had. She doesn't have one. I made sure of that. <laughs> Oh, you did not. I bought my own computer, thank you. Yes, you did. Did you get it at Best Buy? I did get it at Best Buy, actually, and Kate was with me. Did they they optimize it? They did not give me that option, thank God, because I would not have gone with it. I would have just left the store. I think at that point, they actually didn't offer optimization. At what point? When you bought your computer. It was about a little less than a year ago, I think. Yeah, I think the optimization has been within the last year. Oh. But still, don't do it. At least never. They- no, that's why it thoroughly pissed me off when we bought our Xbox, and I'm not buying any major electronics there anymore. Oh, what the, did, did they try to get you the the replacement plan in case the Xbox Red rings? Not only did they try to sell us the replacement plan before they even offered that, they looked at us like we were crazy when we were purchasing an Xbox instead of the PS3. And she tried to keep telling us, well, you shouldn't be buying an Xbox. And, it, you know, it's going to break down on you. If you don't have the replacement plan, it's, it's going to be basically shot to hell. So she's looking at us like, why aren't we buying a PS3? And we didn't want a PS3. We had done our research. We had saved up our money, and we were buying this Xbox. So she gave us just so much crap about it. And we left, and we were so angry that we had gone. We were going to go to GameStop to get an extra controller and then a used game. So we went to GameStop and told him kind of what we had gone through. And the guy uh, pulled over his other um, coworker, and he's like, "Listen to what uh, Best Buy did to these guys." And they're like, "Oh my God, they lie all the time. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. They've put in new patches and new hardware to help prevent that. And you know, we've never had a problem. So, yeah, I'm not going back there." Unless for CDs and DVDs, but that's about it. Oh, my goodness. Best Buy is sad. Awful. Awful, awful, awful business practice. And oh, I know. Be, absolutely. Should be absolutely reported to the Better Business Bureau for this. But it, it's... Well, this one is ridiculous. It's like, okay, pay $40 to improve your computer's processor speed by 200%. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because it won't, and all they're doing is removing the bloatware that they install in the first place. No, no, no. They no. Technically, the bloatware is actually installed by the PC by the, manufacturers. Okay, true. Because when I ordered my custom laptop from Office Max, I still had all the bloatware on there, even though it hadn't actually been touched by anybody outside of Compaq. Um, but these optimization features, for th- they don't even delete the trialware. They just delete the shortcuts off the desktop. Right. Did you see what they do for uh, optimizing a Mac? No, what do they do? They create a logon. That's it? That's it. (laughs) Oh, I could have done that. 40 bucks. And sometimes you don't get the option because they go through their inventory, open them, optimize them, and then reseal them. The consumerist has people from um, Consumer Reports. Which is the same company. Yeah. I keep on forgetting that Consumerist is now owned by Consumer Reports. Mm -hmm. But they had... um, when we received our test models, the initial impression was a rushed service. Some samples were left in standby mode, and two had not finished installing window updates. A quick start guide for one laptop had been mixed in with the papers in another laptop's box, and a power cable from one sample was missing. Oops. If I'm buying a brand new laptop from a big box store, the power cable should not be missing. No. That, oh my goodness. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Yet another reason to avoid that stupid store. And again, when we had CompUSA and we also had Circuit City here, those were the places that I was going to first. But unfortunately, both are now out of business. So we're kind of stuck. They all suck, in all honesty. Like, there's a reason Circuit City's out of business. Yeah, having oh. worked at Circuit City, we're actually worked at one of the best Circuit Cities, according to sales figures, in the entire state of Michigan. I had talked mm-hmm. to the manager about this. Um, and then having talked to some of the employees who had worked there basically the entire time the store was open. Yeah. They all do shit like this, and it's all crap. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, but your best bet is to buy from, like, Tiger Direct or from Newegg. Right. Or, I thought about it, but I, I needed something quick. Or yeah, from Walmart, which is what? Walmart. That is, comes with its own set of problems. Well, yes, because yeah. it's Walmart. Right. <laughs> Where'd you get that, Walmart. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what Walmart's return policy on laptops are. <laughs> I don't know, but their return policy on PS3s is kind of lenient. Was 30 days. <laughs> Open box, 30 days. Yep. Oh. Wasn't it at Walmart that everyone keeps bringing stuff back that's just like filled with rocks? Sometimes, oh, yes. Yeah, there have been a couple of cases. And one of them happened at Best Buy where they'll go and oh. buy a product, take it home, empty it out, take the box, fill it with like rocks or soil or something so it's heavy and then oh. take it back in. And return it. Oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> when when I was at Target, um, we always used to get briefed on things that were going on from the security person. Somebody had bought uh, a king-size duvet cover, right? So it was a nice one, yeah. too, like a high thread count thing. Right. Then I guess they went to Joanne Fabrics, found fabric that looked similar, bought a yard of it, folded it up back inside the, the, the box, stuffed it with some paper so it was nice and full, and then mm-hmm. returned it. What a jackass. <laughs> yeah. So it's a king-size duvet cover, and they were they returned it for a piece of cloth. That's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, that's that's not. Yeah, I would initially not think of that, but once I did, I'm sure I would get caught. I just I have this feeling that if I even tried to do anything like that, I would just get caught, thrown in jail, all of this stuff. Yep. I have done things sort of like this, but not as bad. But oh dear, your audio system. Well, yeah, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> Where they wouldn't let me get the audio system, so I waited until all the managers were on lunch or not there that day, and that's when I went in and 
was able to talk my way into getting the stereo that I should have gotten. Yeah, and there was also a a paper shredder problem that we had. So we bought the exact same model and then returned it with the broken parts. (laughs) Bad, Andy. Wow. Good pizza. Oh. God damn. That was old, man. (laughs) Bad Andy, good pizza. (sighs) So what happened this week, Andy? Um, Well, when we talked about that Google phone. In Vegas. Oh, in Vegas? Oh, CES is going going on while we record this. By the time we Mm -hmm. post this, it will have already ended. But CES, it's all about the 3D. Yeah, wasn't le- like just last year all about HD TV? Yeah, and this year it's all about 3D TVs. Yes. Wow. And not only that, 3D camcorders. Everything's 3D. Have you seen Avatar yet? No, but no. Um, starting well, yesterday it's now actually at the four dollars at the movie theater. So I am thinking I might go see it next week. Go see it. But we we also weren't going to be doing any spending until Kate's next paycheck showed up. So if it's around then, then maybe I will go see it. But I've heard it's a lot Sorry. like Fern Gully meets Pocahontas. Yeah, I, I, uh, it, I it's more like too. dances with wolves and Last Samurai. But okay. <laughs> what you haven't seen that picture that's been floating around of how somebody took the the story of Pocahontas and then was just <laughs> able to replace the names? Nope. Yeah. Oh, we have to send this to you. I have. I think I have it saved somewhere. I'll just email it to you. But it's it's literally just Pocahontas yeah, and and then there's the whole Fern Gully bit. But that's oh. Yeah, again, it, it's really just more like Dances with Wolves. Here it is. Or Last Samurai. Right. So anyway, 3D is the new HD. HD. So, so it went from HD. Um, SD. And SD. Obsolete. <laughs> Sounds good. It was kind of funny because now, um, over the break, Jon Stewart and the Colbert Report are finally now being broadcast in HD. Okay. Which is kind of funny because I haven't noticed anything different at all, even though we're watching yeah. it on a standard deaf TV. There are times I notice a huge difference that people's faces are cut off or words are cut off, and it, it still makes me a little moody because being of the income where I'm not able to get an HD TV yet, it makes me feel kind of like, Oh, well, I guess I'm not watching all of that then. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of annoying because there's there's two ways of displaying HD content on a standard F TV. Mm-hmm. Well, there's technically there's three. There's the pan and scan where it would mm-hmm. it's like when you watch a full a movie in full screen mode instead of widescreen mode. Mm-hmm. There is the clipping, which is what everybody is doing, and then there's the right. widescreen, which I still haven't seen anybody do yet. Nope. Where it will just put it'll put it basically in a letterbox. ER episodes used to be um, broadcast in the... Um, letterbox? Yes, thank you, a letterbox version. I really liked that because it at least gave me a chance to still see everything that the camera was seeing, even though I still had a non-HD TV. I don't know. I, I wish people would do that more. I actually kind of like it when the uh, when the faces are slightly cut off, though, because it gives it a little bit more of an artsy look. <laughs> but not when it's... Yes, but you, you don't watch The Daily Show or The Colbert Report for art. No. Or The Office. Which is the last time I saw that happen. <laughs> You're right. The Office really isn't artsy. No, not at all. <laughs> it's a great show, but it's not artsy. No. See, I just watch them all on my computer anyways, so I, I never have an issue. <laughs> that is true. Except for some odd reason, my computer cannot do 720 video. Weird. I know. I don't know if it's because of VLC or what, but when I try watching 720 video, I get a lot of stutter. Hmm. Try and reinstall VNC. I might and make do that. sure your graphics card is updated. 
Well, that's the other thing, though, is I think it's just running straight through the CPU and not through the GPU, and I don't know how to change it. Well, you have an AGP card, right? Yes. I don't know if you can change that. Oh, well, poop on a stick, which would actually be quite hard. And painful, in theory. Maybe not. Depends how you go about pooping on it. Um... I don't know. I don't want to think about that. So HD and 3D TV. Yes. Um, so everybody's doing out the 3D with the glasses and everything. Panasonic actually just announced a uh, camcorder that has two full HD lenses on it and two um, CMOSs. Is it CMOS well, now or are they something else? Uh, it should be CMOS, okay. I think, for a camera. Um, you, you really need to because if you have two things going on to one, you just get a really confused image. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you did the opposite of what the LED glasses do, or LCD glasses, I don't remember which, where it flicks one off and one on. Those would be it uh, LCDs. It it, if you did that, you could do it with one sensor. But okay, so it's got the two sensors, it's got two full, like, HD sensors, it's got two lenses, it's got, um, it records onto two SD high capacity cards, so... Left channel, right channel? Yeah. Wow. $21,000 for this. Wow. Holy moly. But you too could have your own home movies in 3D. <laughs> for $21,000. Yes, and you would have to buy a 3D TV, TV to watch them, and then everybody would have to watch them wearing the wonderful Elvis Costello glasses. Not necessarily. Glasses. There are televisions that are being designed for 3D without the use of glasses. What if I still want to wear the glasses, though? Then you'll get a headache. Not really, because all they are is just polarized lenses. Uh, it depends what kind of glasses you get. Oh, you mean the ones that they give you at the movie theater won't work? Uh, those look sassy. So there are like four different kinds of glasses that the movie theaters are using. Yeah. Uh, and they range in price to the, the theater between like... 40 cents per glasses to $50 per glasses. Whoa, that's a ripoff. Um, so depending on which one they use, you know, it is, they have to make a commitment to use a certain kind. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's just this whole weird thing because the projectors can only be calibrated to be one kind uh, at a time. Mm-hmm. They can switch them, but they can't show them simultaneously. Huh. Yeah. Because, oh my gosh, there's so many... Okay, so there is the basically the, the red and blue glasses. Right. Those are That's anaglyph. Those are that anaglyph the- 3D. You could, you could sort of do the stereogram 3D also. Um, you could do the polarized 3D, but there's also a couple different versions of polarized. One is where the light is polarized up in one glasses and then sideways in the, the other glass, and mm-hmm. both the images are defla- displayed on the screen. Um, now they're actually doing ones where it's polarized clockwise and counterclockwise so that way you can actually tilt your head 45 degrees and you won't get completely blind Mm -hmm. and now there's what dave was talking about the lcd shutter glasses where they will actually flick back and forth like closing one eye closing the other eye back and forth really fast oh that that would give me a headache big time no you you don't notice it it's doing it each one at 60 hertz okay so it's below the threshold of nosing as long as your screen is running at at least uh, 120 hertz. Okay. I still want to wear the red and blue ones to work. <laughs> what is that this? won't confuse any of the students I work with. No, of course not. God, who is that crazy admissions counselor? <laughs> and then Sorry, there's, the, there's this weird non-glasses 3D stuff where I'm not sure how that works. But I guess there was something released at CES where you can get... Glasses well, if, free. If you look at your, uh, oh, you don't have that on here, do you? What? 
Hang on. I have to find the link. Where'd the link go? Start items. There was a, a, a short little paper on how 3D works. Huh. And it talked about the, the non-3D glasses. Hmm. Well, anyway, or your link on Engadget is actually slowing down my computer. All right, here it is. It's a Gizmodo link. Let me uh, throw it on the main page. Stupid sprint ads. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I go to the glasses-free 3D TVs link that Dave posted for, on Engadget, and I can see as soon as the ads load up, I would just watch my buffer start to fill and fill and fill. All right, if you load up the Gizmodo link, Giz explains 3D technologies. Oh, well, I don't need that sort of website. Let's see if they actually have the four different versions. Yeah, there's an anaglyph image. Okay. Polarized 3D glasses. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Hulfric effect? I've never actually heard of that. Huh. <laughs> and he learns a new thing every Vader day. There's a picture of Darth Vader wearing the blue and red um, 3D glasses with a a uh, speech bubble that says outstanding. I Isn't love that great? That. Yep, I'm going to send that to Jordan now. <laughs> because that makes me... Giggle. So about halfway down the article, it talks about no glasses required 3D TVs. So, will the majority of your TV watching need to be in 3D? No. It depends. Now, no. In 10 years, perhaps. No. <laughs> in 15 years, you'll plug your skull into the wall. Wow, that's a little far. No, thank you. But still, it's there's most of the stuff that I watch on TV, even like even watching the Daily Show and the Colbert Report, it doesn't matter to me if they're in HD or standard definition. It's not mm-hmm. going to matter to me if they're in three dimensions. Right. Because it's let's face but, it, there, there's a lot of stuff that shouldn't be in high definition. No. Like Andy, do you, do you know who it matters to? Who does it, it matter? matter to the cable companies who can sell you the crap and make money. Oh, let's not have another discussion about Comcast. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point, Dave, but I still don't, I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to catch on full force in the next five years or so where consumers are buying, you know, 3D TVs for their homes. I think HD will still hold a pretty good standing for a while. Maybe. Who knows? That's true. I'm going to put a nickel on that it's not available for, or not Not everyone has one in five years. One nickel. An five HD TV? Certainly. No, a, a 3D TV. Oh, well, yeah, oh, no, five no. years is too short. Well, that's what I'd Dave say in saying. about 15 years, uh, 3D TVs will have have had at least 50% penetration. I doubt that completely. Me too. Okay. Nickel butt. <laughs> For 15 years from now, 2025? That's, sure. All right, it. nickel butt. <laughs> Including inflation? Nope. <laughs> I don't want no, to pay 15 still, bucks. The nickel is symbolic, you see. Oh. It's still a token of winning. I will set a nickel aside. I've okay. considered the nickel spent now. Well done, sir. You're oh. on. So, um, speaking of bets, my whole um, bet is most definitely... Nuke Nukem Forever? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the phone was officially launched on Tuesday, like everybody said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You can buy it unlocked for $529 or for $179 with a two-year calling plan from T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Ah, but there's a catch. That's only for absolutely new subscribers to T-Mobile. What? Really? As it stands, if you're trying to renew your contract or transfer your contract, you don't get the full discount. Oh, wow. son of a monkey. What, you were planning on picking up a Nexus One? I don't know, but that still is crap. Yeah, um, that's evidently HTC's fault, and people are calling T-Mobile and saying, what the hell? Wow. 
Uh, but right now, the store that Google has set up, if you are transferring or renewing your contract, you don't get the full discount. Ah, good times. Well, they're saying that it's supposed to be um, for Verizon in you know, a little while, which would be really nice you know, for me. Um, but they're also releasing it in Europe under um, Vodafone, which really makes me kind of happy because that was the uh, cell phone carrier I had when I was out there. But Vodafone covers several different countries, Spain, France, Germany, Italy, a lot of different countries. So it's going to be pretty widespread, mm-hmm. not just in this uh, continent. Yep. Wasn't Vodafone the one that got bought by T-Mobile or no? I don't think so. I don't think so because T-Mobile is owned oh. by a German company, isn't it? Yes. No, I think I, Vodafone I is either Spanish or Italian. Oh, Vodafone owns 45% of Verizon Wireless. Okay. Yeah, that sounds more like it. Okay. I couldn't remember who. Inbred goddamn cell industry. Wow, that's a lot of hatred. It is completely like the communications industry is totally inbred. Everyone owns everyone. Yeah, and it's it's all the guys who got in on the ground floor years ago that are able to control what's going on now. Yeah. Oh, Vodafone's in even more countries than I thought. Yeah. Holy crap. They're they're big. Well, they they own forty five percent of Verizon, so they must be quite large. In Malta. Oh, those Subsidiaries of Vodafone Qatar. Yep. Wow. Still trying to find out where the central hub is, but... Oh, UK. England. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a UK. Because it stands for Voice Data Phone. Oh. Vodafone. Crazy English language. Oh. So, Dave, what do, you think, of the, what do you think of the Nexus one? It looks nice. Uh, it, it performs way faster than the G1 because it's got a much faster processor. It's got Android 2.1 on it. Yep, it has more memory. Um, It's another Android phone. I think Google is being really stupid by talking about trying to call it a super phone (laughs) uh, because that's not going to catch on. No, no, it's not. Hey, I would be all for it, you know, once it's on my my carrier and once it's a little bit cheaper. But yeah, when I was looking at the um, the 3D tour of it on the website, it definitely looks uh, very oh, it, solid. It, it looks sweet. It's a well-designed yeah. phone. Uh, by the way, you have Verizon, right? Yes, I do. You need to be willing to pay 100 bucks a month then if you're going to get a phone like this. Well, you know, at one point I, I very quickly contemplated getting an iPhone and it would be the exact same deal getting it, you know, it'd be 100 bucks a month. Right. But so are most unlimited plans at this point anyway. Again, once I get my super crazy awesome job, <clears throat> then I can probably swing it. And working yeah. at a university, if you use it for recruiting purposes, which I would, um, then they always give you a little bit of a break and help with the um, the data plan and voice plan. Nice. Yep. It, it's kind I of funny. I was uh, looking at the, the cell phone bill, and I went to Bill Shrink just for kicks and giggles just to see. Mm-hmm. It turns out we, Kate and I, have the cheapest cell phone plan that we could possibly have. Wow. Well done. It's like looking at everything else. It's like, oh, if you go here, you'd pay more. If you go here, you pay more. And it literally at the, in the main page, it said, well done. You have the cheapest plan. We can't find anything cheaper. <laughs> wow, the page even congratulated you. How sweet. We can't find anything. <laughs> you have already figured That's this awesome. out. Congratulations. Now go away. Yeah, I know I don't have the lowest plan on Verizon, but mine's still... Pretty darn low. Very nice. Edge and 3D. That's no problem. I wonder what else they're going to sell through this Google store. More phones. <laughs> Google's had a quote-unquote store for a right. while. Uh, 
because Google products or whatever. Google Checkout, that's what it is. Right. I've used Google Checkout. It's pretty cool. I have to use it because that's the way that you buy things on the Android market. Oh, I'm so. a part of the Android market. Sorry. Uh, the, the Google Checkout stuff, I mean, they've had it. The, the system's been there. No one ever uses it. Uh, I, I use it. I like it. I could, well, there's googlestore.com and there's a YouTube store and hmm, I could get a Google beanbag for $107. A Google cool. beanbag? Yeah. That's Was the, this a beanbag owned by someone at Google? It, it's a, what's scrunchy and baggy and comfy all over, the Google beanbag chair, the very same kind gracing the Googleplex. Wow. Ah, or I could get so. a Google coffee mug or a shirt that says Google. I like the Google neon light. That makes me happy. Or the four-pack of Google lip balm. Only $5.80. Micro, the Google spot cleaner? <laughs> what? Yeah. Google silverware. Google hand towel. No, sorry, beach towel. Beach towel with Google on it. Yes. Hold because on. they don't own enough. Okay, hold up the show. Google slinky. The blue Google metal slinky. $7.60. Metal slinky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, you can't even made buy that anymore. Recycled steel, and the box comes made from 100% recycled paper. I think I just found Annie's new birthday gift. No, I'm good. What? It'd be fun, though. No, I can't. A pack of four by three inch notepads. Pack of ten. Google yo-yos? Yeah, I saw that. They light up. Oh, my goodness. I, okay, I need to leave the Google store. Yeah, I think we're getting carried away. Yeah. We're done. You're done. We're done. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, oh, Netflix and Warner Brothers have come to an agreement that what, Netflix what will bend over for Warner Brothers. Because under the deal, the fastest growing DVD subscription company will have to wait 28 days after a movie goes on sale before it can offer it to their subscribers. That just seems pointless, though. Yeah. Because if that's the case, you might as well get it from on demand or actually go back to an actual um, video rental place or do that Redbox thing at Meyer. They're just, it's basically the, the, the studios are trying to get the more expensive DVD purchases out of the way first before they let people go with the cheaper option of renting them. It's understandable from Warner Brothers' side. I'm not quite sure what Netflix gets out of it or why Netflix agreed to it. They probably... Netflix have a, have a choice to agree with it. Yeah, it was, it was probably one of those, oh, you know... Um, you can so either Warner agree Brothers to this. is going to stop selling to Netflix? Yeah. I'm not sure they can. I think Netflix might be too big for that. Oh, no, no. Warner Brothers No, no, Netflix could just that. retaliate and say, fine, we're removing all your stuff from our inventory. And then they lose all of their customers, or at least the vast majority know. of their customers. Do you know how many people are signed up for Netflix? Do you know how many people watch Warner Brothers movies and don't even know it? How often do we actually pay attention to what production company you know this is based off of or, or produced by? Um, yeah, you know, there are so many different Warner Brothers movies out there. I think the average. You know, what Netflix could and, do is you you go in the queue and you say, "I want to add this Warner Brothers movie," and Netflix says, "Oh, we're sorry, because of Warner Brothers policies, we are no longer carrying their stuff." All right, that's great. If then you I'm feel that this is well, but if you feel that this is a problem, please click this link to send an email, et cetera, et cetera. I don't there think are ten million subscribers that. to Netflix. <laughs> I see your point. I just don't think it's going to be. I don't think. I don't think the the consumers are going to be that dedicated to to do something like that. I think they'll just get up and go somewhere else. This is next. Netflix cheap content officer says this deal uniquely works for Netflix because our subscribers are desensitized to street dates and are more interested in being matched to the perfect what? movie. Oh, I don't. 
Mm. No, something else is behind this. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Well, under the complex renewal terms finally worked out, Netflix agreed to the 28 delay in exchange for more favorable percentage of rental revenue from Warner Brothers discs. There you go. That's it. So Netflix is like, okay, we'll do the delay, but we want more money. Yeah, that sounds about right. They'll use the savings to expand its stock of the studio's DVD and triple the number of Warner catalog titles it provides through the online streaming option. Wow. I don't, I don't believe that, they're, that you know, consumers are desensitized to dates. When I went and saw The Hangover, I came home. because It was premiere night that, that we went to go see it. I came home, and that instant I went on Amazon and put my email down for the pre-order list. So as soon as it became available for pre-order, I got this email saying, oh, you're welcome to order your DVD now. And I ordered it that day and got it uh, about a day after it was released. I don't understand that whole desensitized to release date thing. That's not – that's bogus. Well, if I had Netflix, I would use it basically only as a back catalog sort of use where I wouldn't I, – I would have – because when I had Netflix for like two weeks as the trial, I already mm-hmm. had a Netflix queue of 500 DVDs already set up. Wow. Most of those were not – recent releases so it was a oh this seems interesting so does this seem interesting oh it suggested this well that might be interesting as well well and that's true because the, the only time i've used netflix i used um one of my one of my friends in the master's program uh she has a netflix online account and um, she was able to download a movie that we needed to watch and write a report about for class so i wasn't able to find it in the local um video rental place that's near my apartment so I just basically logged in under her account and watched the movie and got an A on the paper. <laughs> but yeah, that would be probably the only reason, or one of the only reasons I would I would use it too. But that's not to say I still wouldn't get the um, first rate DVDs that are, you know have just come out or something. I'm trying to think of the last DVD that we bought new. Well, we got Big Bang season season two. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I think we got the proposal. Yeah, I wanted to see that. I heard that was really good. And I'm not sure what we got before that. Hangover. No, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know if I really want to see that or not. It's it's a lot funnier than you think. Uh, Evidently so. It was a very successful movie. (laughs) I was really happy that I had laryngitis the night that we went to go see it in the theater because I was laughing my butt off and I would have disrupted a lot of other people by laughing so hard. But thankfully, I didn't have a voice. (laughs) Worked out nicely. The one-time laryngitis works in your favor. Well, speaking of theaters and DVDs and rentals and everything, it seems last year was the first year since the mid-90s that theater uh, revenues outsold retail revenues for DVDs. Hmm. Now, is that because DVDs are cheaper and everyone's moving to Blu-ray and theater prices have gone up? No, but even Blu-ray was less than theater. Yeah, it was DVD and Blu-ray retail together. Oh wow! Was only at eight point seven three billion, and theaters were at nine point eight seven billion. Digital distribution for the win. Um. Well, let's see. Online retail was two hundred fifty million. So that's Amazon. Online rental would be a hundred and eleven million, and cable satellite mm-hmm. on demand rental was only at one point two seven billion. So it, it's really that it was the rentals, the, the DVD and Blu-ray rental, is what killed that. Yeah, rentals. Everything went up over the previous year, mm-hmm. except for the retail sales of blu-ray and dvds right and when they say here though that theaters beat dvds and blu-rays they're saying they they beat the retail yes because if you look at this little nifty pie chart uh dvd and blu-ray together the retail and the rentals way outpaced the theater yes by a lot yes 
by a significant amount. But what, what I was pointing out and what is, hasn't been this way since the mid-90s was the theater versus retail, not rental. Right, right. right. And that's something huge to take away from it is that even though you know, it has been economic hard times and that, and that stuff, people are still trying to save money, but it shows that a lot of people are still going out to the theater. You really can't recreate that theater experience you know, at the average home. Until you get a 3D TV. Oh, uh, no. We had this conversation before. <laughs> yes. No, no more. I swear we've had this exact same conversation. <laughs> hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, a lot of people are going to the theaters because they aren't going on vacation. It's, it's, oh. a, it's a, for us, especially with the $4 movies and the little coupons that we print out from online. Mm-hmm. See, great yay uh, frequent movie goer cards yeah yep. $4 for the frequent movie goer card that will get points for free concessions at some point but then also with the online coupons for popcorn and pop is like yep. $6 for two drinks and a popcorn yep. so even if you see a movie that really is not at all good you can be like well at least we didn't have to pay too much for it that's what we thought yep. when we saw Sherlock Holmes and that's what we thought <laughs> when we saw Couples Retreat <laughs> I knew that, that was that's a Showcase is $6 Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. With this- All movies, $6, including the IMAX stuff. Oh. Wow. And if you're, if you're a senior, it's $4. Oh, damn. Not 65 yet. <laughs> nope, not yet. Not <laughs> even close. <laughs> 24 65 yeah, Same thing, right? <laughs> hey, everyone mistakes me for older, so does that count? No. No. Well, I tried. So, single-layer Blu-ray discs are going to be expanding. Okay. Because of, basically, software updates where they can, I guess, pack more on the disc without it causing errors. Cool. So, Blu-ray discs can go from 25 gigabytes to 33.4 gigabytes on a disc. But you need a firmware update. Yes, you would need a firmware update to read these higher-capacity discs. But still, 33.4 gigabytes on a disc. Okay. I would still need four of those for my music library. Wow, that's a huge music library. <laughs> Holy crap. I think, I think I'm at 100 gigs right now. That's pretty bad, Andy. I'm at 3.32 gigs for my music library. Oh, let, me, let me double check. Let me, let me run Spacemonger. Always... Well, not oh, all just my go to select on... your music folder and click Properties. Yeah. It's way faster than Spacemonger and won't slow down your computer. Uh, Well, and not all of my CDs are on my computer anyway. After a while, I I get sick of it and delete it. In my my music folder, I have 63 gigabytes. What is wrong with you people? Good lord. And in my movies, I have another 46 gig. Oh, God. I don't have any movies on my computer. I used to. Well, that's my old laptop. But now I don't really have a need for those because I have YouTube, my TV, Internet. And Hulu. Oh, yes. Oh, good Hulu. I, uh-huh. Oh, wait. Sorry. I would only need three of them. My bad. Okay. <laughs> it's still a lot. Yes. Most of that, actually about a quarter of that is all podcasts, too. <laughs> oh, well, that, well, see, that makes more sense. I wasn't including podcasts in my amount because they're in a different folder. <laughs> well, yeah, I would start up iTunes and see, but um, that will... It would take a while. That would kill my computer, too. iTunes, I didn't ever realize this, but iTunes really takes over your shit. Yeah. Really? Andy, who makes iTunes? Apple. There you go. Okay. I think I've still got each foot in, or I've got a foot in each can, so. All right, some quick things there. Skype is trying to go onto your TV with 720. Oh, Oprah will be so happy. HD video. So 
the movie 2001, 2010 is really going to kind of come to pass just a little late. Yeah. You know, where they walk up to the, the giant screen and boom, video conferencing. Yeah, it's going to happen in 2010. Cool. Uh, webinars will still be exponentially boring. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, but now you can watch them from like 30 feet away instead of sitting there. I don't there. want to see these people from the webinars. No, they bore me enough just talking to me. Okay. Oh, and I have to do one next week. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, oh, there is a... really happy because she, she uses Skype all the time on her webinar show. We, we use Skype all the time as well, just no video because that sucks right. bandwidth. We don't need video. But, but Oprah uses video all the time with Skype. Well, that's Oprah. She's only going to be around <laughs> for one more year. I know. And then Ellen will become Oprah, and now we need to find out who becomes Ellen. Tony Danza. Oh, his show's already gone. Sorry. I'm thinking it might be Rachel Ray. Oh, good lord, no. Uh, I don't want to watch that woman. Well, then just watch Ellen, because Ellen would now be Oprah. Oh, you know what show's even worse? The Doctors. I watched a little bit of that today. All the ways you can die. <laughs> what? Have you not seen the, the talk show The Doctors? Just, it, mm, I don't I like I tend it. not to watch talk shows. Well, it, it is at 10 a.m., so I, I understand that. But I... <laughs> What are you insinuating, Limmer? You know exactly what I'm insinuating. Are you implying that I don't wake up before 10 o'clock? You usually don't, no, but now I'm sure you do because of, you know, the job, which is great. But, yeah, having work. Yeah. So, but still, it's it's not worth it anyway. Okay, so there's a new record for the number of digits of pi. Cool. I don't know how they can. I, I assume it's a lot of them. Um, let's two six nine 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 zero 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 decimal digits. Yeah. Okay. So I can only memorize five. You want to say that in a form that people can understand? I'm trying to figure that out right now. Oh, but they can write it down and then figure it out. Oh, it's an interactive. Okay. Two trillion two hundred forty-two billion three hundred one million four hundred sixty thousand hexadecimal digits. Uh, and so that is two trillion six hundred ninety-nine billion nine hundred ninety-nine million nine hundred ninety thousand hexadecimal uh, decimal digits. So two point six trillion. I still only got to memorizing five after three point. That's about as far as I got. Computation, hundred and three days. I can say them in Spanish. Does it, that count? It, the, the, <laughs> the results only needed one terabyte of storage just for yeah. the, the number. It's a big yeah. number, Andy. It is a very big number. It took them a third of a year to compute it in binary and then another week and a half to convert that to base 10. Uh-huh. <sighs> so... I wonder what compels people to do this. Aside from yeah, Dave, what, you're, you're the math and computer person. Yeah. Why does this matter? Yeah. Well... For one thing, it's a nice test of a, of a computer system. Uh, if you look, it says the previous record is 2,500 uh, billion, so 2.5 trillion. So they beat that by uh, 100 billion, 120 billion. And it's a good test of hardware. It's a nice competition kind of thing. Are we ever going to need to know the 2 trillionth digit of pi? Not really. No, there's, there's not even a not really. It's just no. No, but again, it's, it's a, a nice test. I just like how the guy was pointing out that the previous record holder was a supercomputer, and this was his computer that he spent 2,000 euros on. Mm -hmm. That's pretty impressive. So, well, this is like, you know, I could go down the street and buy this kind of equipment. And then spend 130 days. 
Yeah. Now, how do you how do you figure out pi other than measuring a circle? Well, there's. Or just hitting the pi key on your calculator. You never took uh, a calculus, did you? I took an intro to calculus. So did I. Did you ever cover something called Taylor expansions and Taylor polynomials and Taylor series? No. I doubt it. Uh, well, then it's going to be kind of hard to explain, but there is a there is an iteration of pi that. As you add more to the end of it in a pattern, you actually get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the real thing. Huh. Okay. So you, you just keep doing this and repeating the pattern and repeating the pattern and repeating the pattern with higher and higher and higher numbers, and eventually it, it's like plus this, minus this, plus this, minus this, plus this, minus this, and it kind of squeezes down to a single number, and that would be... Depending on your series, it, you could get it squeezed down to exactly pi. Ah, okay then. I'm trying to remember what the expansion is for it, and I'm willing to bet I could find it. Well, if you want to read about it, there's more technicals right there. available here on the page. Yeah. Pi equals four times the summation of k equals zero to infinity of negative one to the k divided by two k plus one. And it also gives us pi day on March 14th for everybody. So, Andy? Yes. You take four minus four thirds plus four fifths minus four sevenths plus four ninths minus four elevenths, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that eventually, if you do it infinitely, equals pi. Ah. So the more of that you do, the closer to pi you get. Okay. Oh, I completely understand that now. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, glad you asked. <laughs> that was boring math with Dave. <laughs> Come back next you week for the next Bastards. Show. Sorry. Yep. You asked. I know. Yeah. It's your own damn fault. Glutton for punishment. <laughs> um, Eve Online, a player turns into Robin Hood. Sort of, possibly. There's no way to confirm whether he did. He he managed to earn $374 billion ISK from in-game investors. He then promptly took the money and ran. Whoa. Man, that's kind of like, I can promise you 200% on any investment. And then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Ponzi scam. Oh. He's the Bernie Madoff of the game. Oh, my God. Not quite, because Madoff it was sort of like a triangle, a pyramid scam, wasn't it? I think so. I'm not, not exactly not sure quite. how a Ponzi no. scam works. His but... was, he was getting people to invest and using the new investments to pay back the old ones, which encouraged more people to invest. That's true. That's the Ponzi. Okay. This was just going out there being like, give me 50 bucks, I'll give you 100 in a week. No, but that's, that's exactly the same thing that Bernie Madoff was doing. Exactly the same. Right, but Bernie Madoff telling... actually paid some people back. Oh, that, that is true. That's why he was able to get more people to sign up for it. Okay, no, this guy no. just never paid anyone back. That's why he's a jackass. And once again, Eve is one of the most cutthroat MMOs ever. It's a game for economists and bankers. Yeah. Evidently. <laughs> because that's all we hear about from Eve is stuff that Bank has... Bank robbery. To... Yeah. In-game <laughs> corporation fighting. Oh. Wow. Oh, I like this graphic of the learning curve of popular MMOs in the, the comments. <laughs> oh, my. Learning curve of Eve? Very, very steep. Go look at the, the graphic, Andy. It's in the comments. Okay. Well, hold on. I have to open up the article again. While we're doing that, the uh, MPD is saying that gaming for 2 to 14-year-olds ranks fourth behind TV, movies, and music. And I still want to see the data for this weird... Thing. Yay. 
I like it when other people demand bully data. Well, that's why I have linked one. the actual NPD press release that this... Yes, but that's the press release, not the actual data. Well, they say how the data was found in the press release. I still want to see the real data. If it's a legit study and a legit survey, they would show at least some hard evidence of the data. I, I don't need to see all the surveys and all the responses, but they at least show a solid tabulation in, in a legit form, and we're not able to see that. And plus, there's so Welcome many... Welcome to the internet. Uh, yeah, but, but still, if it's legit, they should still have it somewhere for us to access. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the problem with the MPD is they'll put out these press releases stating what they've figured out, but normally you'd have to pay them to get the actual data. So mm-hmm. unless you want to pay yeah, the MPD, this no, is what you get. <laughs> I mean, the, the press release is still giving a sort of a, a good summary of it, but it's more like an abstract. I want to see the actual whole thing. Pony up. No. <laughs> well, then this is what you get. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll just work with that then. Okay, random topic time. I rolled ahead of time. I rolled a four, and a random topic is wool. Yeah. Like sheeps and ba. Yeah. I'm wearing a... Wow, yeah. I have a 100% wool shirt on. That's good. That's a start. That must be... It's really nice and comfortable. Oh, if you Google wool, the first image result for wool is funny. Yeah. It is a sheep yeah. that has looks like they Wolf cut out of cool. a sock on its side. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, that is great. Oh, that I love sheep. that. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but this is why I wanted my sister to uh, pick up a llama for me or a sheep for me while she was in Ireland and then in Australia. Because then I can have my own wool anytime that I want. All I have to do is borrow the um, spinning wheel that my grandmother has, which my mom has, um, so I can make my own yarn. All right, so here's the question. What's the difference between wool and fleece? Uh, wool is a natural fiber. Fleece is not. Ah. Fleece is synthetic. Wool okay. is directly from the animal. Okay. See? With al- this is why you guys have me on the podcast. Sheeps and yaks and alpacas. Yes. Al- al- alpacas. And merinos. Merinos? Merino. It's a kind of sheep oh. in New yes. Zealand. Nah. No. Mm-mm. No? Oh, definitely not. But it's a, it's a sheep. I'm sure it is. Ah. <laughs> But wool is actually very, very good to knit with, and it makes some wonderful socks and sweaters and scarves. Very, very warm, natural fiber. It's a lot of fun to knit with, and you can dye it in all kinds of fun colors. And Yeah, when we used to go camping with the Boy Scouts in winter, we'd always have basically like three layers of socks on because we were out mm-hmm. in the outside in right. sometimes freezing conditions. So we'd always have like a thin, uh, like a Gore-Tex sock on the very bottom, very mm-hmm. thin material, but it's able to wick away the uh, sweat. Then yeah. I would have a cotton sock on over that to mm-hmm. protect my foot from these very thick wool socks. Yes. Wool is great, but also very scratchy. Yes. So it was. I would always wear three pairs of socks. They worked so well. At one point, um, when I was out camping, I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I dreamt putting on my shoes without realizing it, so I had actually walked out in my three pairs of socks. And also no pants, too. Went to the bathroom and then came back. And then I woke up and I'm like, man, my feet are really cold. And I'm like, why is it so wet inside my sleeping bag? (laughs) And then I look at my shoes and I'm like, wait, those are in the back again. I thought I put them up by the front when I went out to go to the bathroom. Crap. Well done. Yeah. So that was was not good because it's it's hard to um, dry out a sleeping bag when it's um, outside and freezing out. Yes. Well, it's also hard to dry wool at times. You can't put it in the dryer. 
can't do that. No, Why, bad idea. What happens to wool in the dryer? Shrinks. Oh. A lot. A lot. And it also um, ruins the, not really the elasticity, but the um, texture of the, of the fiber breaks down in a dryer. So that's why you have to get a specific drying rack for sweaters or for any kind of wool item. Because they are best laid out flat to dry in a um, place that obviously you won't bump or anything like that. Um, that's the best way to, to dry any wool items so you don't damage the fiber. Hmm. It's very important. I throw mine over the shower rack. That works. <laughs> Best of it's flat, but that works. I'm trying to think so of. Still not putting in the dryer. So, so yarn is also. No, wait. Kate uses acrylic. Yes, there's acrylic, which is synthetic, and then there's wool. I mean, wool is is definitely going to get more expensive than acrylic, but in the long run, wool essentially is is better quality. I'm just trying to think if I actually own anything that's wool, or if you it, probably do. Well, no, because Kate always knits with acrylics. Well, even if you don't have something that um, that she for you. I'm sure you probably have some items out there that's, that's wool. I have a couple of fleece scarves and I have a mm-hmm. couple of knit hats. Okay. Well, not knit hats, but like, well, yeah, knit hats. But they're... If they weren't hand-knit, they're still knit, basically. Yeah. Wool uh, is a great material to work with. That's why so many, um, with that, that Aaron knitting, that fisherman's knit sweaters, that's why those are so culturally popular for um, like North Shore fishermen. Just Not on the Bering Sea, however. That was just a little disappointing to see. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I get talking about that. Back to the deadliest catch. Hey, you know what? I'm really mad because usually on Fridays they have a deadliest catch marathon. But no, they've got the one with the, the swordfish fishermen, which is a crap show. <sighs> they do this to me on some days. It just drives me crazy. So you, 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 you like the crab fishermen, but you do not yes. like the swordfish fishermen. There's also lobster men, which is also a sham. <laughs> Wasn't that a it's sci-fi terrible. movie? What? Like Lobster Men? Yeah, there's an actual show called Lobster Men. Well, also on the but I, I thought it was like, there was like a sci-fi movie with Lobster Men. No, this, this is like, a, a Discovery Channel show, which is a stupid spinoff of Deadliest Catch. Oh. If it's not the original, it's no good. There's a lobster-based Deadliest Catch? Yes, and it's a disaster. And then How is it any worse than go- Deadliest Catch, or any better? I, I'm <gasps> not sure. How does it differ from Deadliest Catch? Well, first of all, it doesn't. It follows a couple of boats, which is still fine because it's the same thing that Deadliest Catch does. Um, they are only off the coast of Seattle, so the the weather isn't as rough, so it's really not as dangerous by any means. Um, and then, plus the the people on there who they follow are absolute idiots. I've only watched like half of one episode, and I couldn't tolerate it anymore. I mean, I'm, I, it may be due to my bias, but if it's not the original, I'm not watching it. Well, okay then. Sorry, didn't mean to take a rant from from wool. Wool is great. It's a great. <laughs> now, now you Whoa. see what happens when we try and get a random topic, and it just it just goes off somewhere. Yeah. Yes, I I do remember that from your one of your very first ones about bobby pins. Bobby pins. Bobby pins yeah. and knitting. Yeah, knitting definitely went on a, a crazy tangent. I was a little disappointed, but now I see what happens. Well, there you go. All right, yep. Laura, before we go, is there anything that you want to plug on the Internet? Oh, on the Internet? Yes. Any um, website? Oh, or... yes. Yes, actually. If, I'm sure nobody who listens to this will care. Um, but there's uh, that social networking site for knitters, since we're still on the topic of wool, uh, called Ravelry. It's a very, very great site for all knitters to connect with, and it has a great library of patterns, both user-submitted and Ravelry-submitted. Um, Kate and I are huge fans. <laughs> 
it's very, very do cool you, on social Do you have a username on there that people can contact you with? Laura Miller 17 It's a great website. I would like to plug Eastern, of course, but that's not entirely on the internet. So Emish.edu? Yes. I work in the Office of Admissions. If you need anything, just uh, find me there. Cool. You asked if I could plug anything. So well, they, yeah, there you go. I might plug my job. Oh, that's good. Yep. All right. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.